0: This is the NetGroup Investments podcast, where we explore a variety of views and insights that investors care about. Hello, I'm Dimisho Greater from NetGroup Investments Multi-Management. This installment of your market and economic wrap is titled, Bird Flu Outbreak Rattles Inflation Expectations As Cracks Appear in the South African Poultry Industry shortages of chicken and egg products have resulted from the death or culling of at least 1.3 million birds since July this year. This is expected to reduce supply and increase the demand for eggs and chicken, both staples in South African households. According to a note by the Bureau of Economic Research or BER, the shortages of egg and chicken will result in price increases and is already happening in parts of the country. These price hikes may contribute to sustained rand weakness. This, coupled with increasing oil prices, which have surged by 7.5% month-on-month month in August this year, reaching a high of US dollars a barrel, will be additional factors that may interrupt the CPI disinflation trend we have seen in recent months. At the September meeting, the South African Reserve Bank's overall inflation forecasts Indicated a continued moderation in price pressures. However, it still considers the risk to the inflation outlook to be tilted to the upside. The South African poultry industry, which employs over 100,000 people, is the largest segment of the agricultural sector. 2020 data collated by AgriCita stated that the sector contributes more than 20% of its share of GDP and 43% of animal product. Regrettably, the sector has already come under pressure due to load shedding and now with the worsening bird flu outbreak has resulted in an estimated financial loss of over 200 million rand for poultry producers. This not only highlights the adverse inflationary impacts, but the threat to job prospects. One of the other key data points that was released this year was producer inflation which accelerated to 4.3 in August from 2.7 in July as the base effects dissipated. Prices in the metals, machinery equipment and computing equipment sector increased by 10.1% year on year, accelerating from 9% in July. Inflation in the food products, beverages and tobacco products category also contributed more in August. The pressure of household incomes was mirrored in the release of the Real Personal Disposable Income report, which showed another contraction in the second quarter of this year, highlighting just how slower employment growth and elevated inflation contributed to hurting real household purchasing power. On the international front in the US, a last minute deal between House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and the Democrats helped to avert a partial government shutdown by passing a short-term funding program. The funding will last until the 17th of November and the Senate must agree on a permanent bill to avoid a fourth partial shutdown within a decade. Hardline Republicans are pushing for cuts totaling to 120 billion US dollars. In financial markets, stock prices fell as investors considered the higher for longer policy interest rate rhetoric from global central banks. Global equities fell across the board last week. In the US, the Dow Jones led the losses with a 0.9% drop. European equities, however, recorded higher losses with the German DAX sliding by 1.5%. The Japanese Nikkei fell by another 1.7%. Bond yields were also affected, maintaining an unrelecting rise. Since the U.S. Fed interest rate decision of the previous week, the U.S. 10-year bond yield has risen by over 20 basis points. On a more positive note, it appears that further interest rate hikes this year from the U.S. Fed and the European Central Bank appear less likely. This was after the latest inflation print in the U.S. and in the Eurozone came in lower than expected. Nonetheless, the US dollar gained further ground last week as US inflation data continued to support the higher for longer interest rate view. The result was the Rand coming under renewed pressure. Last week we saw the local unit fall to 19 Rand 20 against the US dollar on Wednesday before recovering to around R$ 18.90 on Friday. This was boosted by month-end dollar sales. In terms of local equity market, we had the JSC All Share Index fall in line with the global market sentiment and falling by 1.47%, recording a second week of losses, this time led by financials. Looking at the week ahead, you can expect the US labor market report, which will be out on Friday. The market consensus is for a further slowdown in non-farm payroll increases, while the unemployment rate is expected to ease slightly. We have come to the end of our note. Until next time, take care from the multi-management team. NetGroup Collective Investments is an authorised Collective Investments Scheme Manager in terms of the Collective Investments Schemes Control Act. NetGroup Investments does not provide advice on financial products and will only give you factual information. For further details on our funds and to view our terms and conditions, please visit netgroupinvestments.co.za. NetGroup Investments see money differently